Welcome to the Food and Beverage Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin. It's evident how much social media has changed our world. We all see it on a day-to-day basis, and it feels ubiquitous at this point. But what about internal social media? Is it important, and is it changing the workplace? On today's TBT episode, we're sitting down with Megan Sprague, Communications Associate for Wingstop Restaurants Incorporated, who's going to tell us a bit about the evolution of internal social media and intranet, and how it's both been a negative and a positive impact for the office workspace. Megan, how are you doing today? I'm excited too. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, thanks for coming on. It's good to have you back on for a different style of podcast. Last time we spoke about social media branding and, you know, the work that goes into that. And now we're kind of looking a little more internal, right? Some self-branding, some office space culture. I'm excited to dive in. We're going to throw it back, right? It's a TVT podcast. So when you first entered the workforce, I guess that was 2013, what was the state of internal social media or intranet? Intranet, let me make sure everyone says or understands I'm saying that, not internet. You know, how how was that culture? Did a culture even exist? You know, what was the state of it? I think, you know, it's weird because obviously I graduated, I finished undergrad in 2014. So in 2013, I started working for Susan G. Komen in Lubbock, Texas, where I went to school. In our textbooks, we were learning about kind of the intranet instant messenger for business, but I didn't see that there. So it was kind of interesting. I was wondering at what point those two worlds would merge. So when I was at Komen, you know, obviously it was on a smaller scale since each little region has their own office around the U.S., but it was interesting. You know, you had to pick up the phone. So obviously a little bit old school, I feel. You had to pick up the phone and you needed some, someone or something, give someone a shout over email. That was really the only two modes of communication. Um, obviously there's snail mail. But yeah, not having instant messenger is kind of, I mean, this is a stretch, but not having instant messenger today in the business world would be like you and I not having text messaging. It's, it's weird. It's, it's odd to not have that instant form of communication. Yeah, it's pretty ubiquitous nowadays. No one thinks of it as a novelty or something special. It's just expected. As you continued from company to company, what kind of internal messaging apps did you see and how was each one a little different? What was the functionality like? What was improved upon each time? From Komen, I was an intern at Southwest Airlines. For some reason, I cannot remember what the platform was used or if we had a social messaging internal capability there. I'm sure we did, but for some reason, I'm blanking on it. At KFC, we used Skype for business. That one was interesting. I will say this is kind of embarrassing, but my very first Skype for business chat I actually did like the visual and the audio. So it was just me on these people's computer screen because I had no idea that you could use Skype for business. Like I had only used it to call someone, you know, visually. So for Skype for business, you could do everything. That's how we scheduled our meetings. You could message people on there. When I was at KFC, I was on the global team. And most of the communication that I had was not with people in the US. So it's really nice to communicate with people around the world you don't, oftentimes you don't have to pay for the toll, direct form of communication there. So that was really nice. And then at Wingstop, where I am now, we have Slack. Again, very nice. You can share documents. You can get feedback. I really like it. Everyone has it. You can create different channels, different threads. You can have groups. So it's really nice to work with people remotely or even sometimes you're lazy. They're in the office, but they're on a different floor and you need a quick answer. Definitely. And I feel like with each of those applications, 
you add a level of social media to it. You know, it's not just AIM or it's not just MSN Messenger like it was way back in the day. There's a level of culture, I think, around these instant messaging and internal social media apps. How have you seen them evolve in that direction and why do you think that is? You know, it's interesting because I think, like you said, with the introduction of AIM way back when people were just kind of testing the waters and, you know, it was kind of mind-blowing that you could communicate with someone in real time and they could communicate right back. I think that as we've progressed, you know, obviously we've taken it from more of a personal context to the business world. And I think a lot of people have kind of this, like, am I allowed to use emojis in the message for business or is that not okay? You know, can I use abbreviations? Which I think is totally fine because I see email as more of a formal means of semi-instant communication, whereas instant messengers like, hey, I need a quick question answered. What's up with this? You know, it's kind of more of that texting vibe. So I think that's really interesting there. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy to see how far we've come. I think back to my dad, he had a Palm Pilot way back in the day. I don't think he would have ever thought that we would have instant messaging nowadays. And honestly, I don't even know if he uses it at his company. So let's break that down into two parts. First, let's look at the really functional uses of IM and intranet as they've evolved and gotten a little more ubiquitous and um, the kinds of different subtasks and groups and things you can do. How has that directly allowed you to perform your job at Wingstop better? Like how with that kind of easier communication, have you been able to create better communication for your brand? So I'll start with the internet on that one. I think that all internal communicators love the internet for several reasons. It's a place to share communications of all forms, video, text, you name it. But I also think it's a double-edged sword. You have to have a sense of urgency. Things have to be relevant, which is a good thing though. You know, when I think about the internet, it replaces kind of the bulletin board, if you will, that was that was in other office spaces way back in the day. You know, at that point, things become outdated. There's old notices up there, people might get the wrong information. With the internet, it's kind of that one-stop shop. People know when they go there, they're going to get what they're looking for. They're going to get up-to-date news, articles, anything that's going on in the company, that's kind of where they can go. So I think that that's nice to have. It also adds a layer there, though, that, you know, like I said before, you have to have things that are relevant and engaging. So always crafting new stories, kind of finding those people stories that people really like to read about. And making sure that the content is relevant and it'll keep people coming back. You know, if there's stale stuff on there, they're going to say, okay, last time I looked, the document had been updated since 2013. So why am I going to go check today? There's probably a good chance that it's not up to date. So I think that intranet has really helped um, internal communications out a lot that way. And then for Messenger, just in general, that's helped me tons of ways. I mean, it's instant feedback. It's nice. You know, I am a writer, obviously. So when I'm at my desk, you know, when you're in the zone... And you can't get up, you can't leave, you don't want to talk to anybody, just sending a quick message, hey, can you answer this question for me? The person writes back and I'm back in my zone kind of cruising. Without instant messenger, I think that, you know, and I still do this, but you have to get up, go ask the person, which sounds so like, oh, that's not a big deal. And it's not, but it is nice to have because, you know, before you get up, go ask someone, you lose your train of thought, you get wrapped up in a different conversation. Or I know for me, I'm like, oh, there's snacks in the break room. I'll go in there instead of asking this person my question. Yeah. I mean, snacks in the break room, always a better use of getting up, you know, and out of your desk to go grab something than than necessarily wasting a whole bunch of time with a conversation, right? <laughs> 
so yeah, I feel like there is definitely some very applicable use cases for intranet and for this kind of instant messaging. Now looking more at the social side, the culture side of it, um, you know, especially with what you do, you create communications for your brand. And those get put out in into the consumers' faces, you know, in front of their eyes and their ears, and that helps build a brand for Wingstop. Do you see yourself doing the same internally? How do you see yourself doing that? And then how does something like Slack, which acts like an internal social media, how does that help you accomplish that? So internally, we're working on building our brand, building our culture. The internet and the messaging messenger feature play a, a huge role in that. For the internet, you know, we have, especially at Wingstop and all companies, I think, we have folks that sit here at the corporate office and then we have people who are remote. And you want the people that are remote to feel the love that we feel when we're inside these four walls. And I think that's obviously true as well with our franchisees because they're a huge part of the brand. So the internet's really helped out there. At Wingstop, we have our internet is called Wingnet. And so that's where we kind of post updates, notices. We're working on building that out, getting that pipeline for team members and for corporate people alike to kind of share stories, kind of have it be more of a two-way mode of communication rather than just I pushing things out to them. And then I think with the instant messenger, you know, obviously um, there can be arguable pros and cons, but it's helpful. I mean, you can talk to people in a split second and it's people that you might not ever talk to. And that you might not ever send that email to. Because I know for me, especially when you're new at a company, there's a lot of people that you don't know their names and you don't know their faces. And it's a lot easier to send a quick message. You can make that introduction and then go from there. And I think that having that instant messenger feature makes people in a weird way feel more connected. Yeah, I mean, it's. I guess it's the same thing that you see with Twitter or Facebook or any other social media is you feel connected to these people that... You may not ever see again. I mean, that's how I felt when I left college. You know, I wasn't necessarily too sad about leaving some people behind because you just flip open that timeline and you feel like you're still a part of this person's life. So, I mean, that's a more existential version of what you're saying. But still, internally, you know, being able to communicate with people that work in completely different fields or, I mean physically work so far away from you in the same building that you might not be communicating with them on a consistent basis. Having something like this must help build the culture. So why do you think this is so important for a company like yours, like Wingstop? Um, Because, I mean, I know several companies have internal communications, but I feel like there's an extra layer of importance to building your internal brand and to setting that right mindset for a company like yours that prides itself so much on being relevant and topical and interesting with its external communications. Yeah, no, you're totally right. I will say when I was at KFC, we had this internal social channel called Yammer. That was really cool. It was basically like a Facebook for business. So you had your own little profile. There were different pages you could go to. You could write on the walls. You could ask people questions. They would write back. I know that we had a lot of campaigns going on with that. And it was awesome because, like I said, everywhere in the world, people were on Yammer. They were talking, they were writing, they were liking your posts. It was a really, really cool way to make a huge business feel super connected. So I enjoyed that part of it. And the importance is there. I mean, the culture was so obvious on Yammer. And it was really neat that our culture resonated and was the same, whether the people were in the U.S. or South Africa. 
it didn't matter. They all kind of felt the same way. So that was a really neat part of it. And I think at Wingstop, while we don't have Yammer, our internet kind of serves as that hub. And we're really working on improving that, making sure that we're using all the functions and making sure that everything is branded like Wingstop. And I think obviously an element of that too is just pure communications based is establishing that internal voice that carries over to all of your internal channels. So emails, the internet, instant messenger, they're all extremely important to cater toward that. And I'm excited to kind of continue building out our internet and exploring different functions that we can use to kind of further collaborate as an organization and with our franchisees. Definitely. And now sort of looking back a little bit, right? I mean, this is still a TBT podcast. So thinking when you first entered the workforce and, you know, you were at, you said you were Susan G. Komen, right? Yeah. And then, um, and then Southwest and, you, you know, you had still some sort of internal communication, but maybe it wasn't to the level that Yammer and Slack were at. How do you feel like that change has affected the industry in general? You mean, you've been with KFC and then with Wingstop. So you've been in food and beverage for a while. Do you really feel like this is opening the doors for better branding, better communication externally because you're getting that right mindset internally on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, I do think so. I think one of the big things that comes to mind is you waste less time with the internet in the messaging feature. And what I mean by that is before the intranet, if you needed, say, um, a payroll document, you'd have to email HR or go upstairs, ask HR. They'd kind of thumb through their files, get it over to you. They might get sidetracked in the process. Now you kind of remove the middleman. If I need that form, I know exactly where it is on the internet. I grab it, print it out. I'm good to go. Same thing with instant messenger. You kind of eliminate the middleman that is email. So you don't have to open up a new email, wait for it to download or attach things. I mean, you send a quick message and it's there. So I think, you know, going forward that this will only help the business. I think that platforms will get better and better. I know what I really liked about having the Skype for business is that everything was connected. I think uh, Slack has this too, but I haven't used it. You can press the phone call button. You can press the video chat button. It's all right there. And I have Slack on my phone actually. So oddly enough, it's somehow quicker than texting. I just pops up on my phone. I open up the app and then I text back really quick. And again, you know, with texting, there's some of those distractions. You have other texts you look at or, you know, something doesn't get delivered because that person has the dreaded green box when you text them. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that we're getting there. Yeah, I know. Right. So stone age, but yeah, we're getting there and I'm excited for the future of that. I know that, um, we could all definitely make some improvements probably in our intranet um, capabilities, but it's coming. Yeah, I feel like building that culture internally really helps people put themselves in that right mindset for pushing out external communications. If you're trying to be efficient with your wordage and focus in on key content when you're communicating internally, you're sort of going to be thinking the same way when you're pushing out your content externally, right? You want your tweets to be concise. You want them to be really pointed, really topical. And so if you develop that on a day-to-day basis, just with the kind of social media application that you use to communicate internally, I feel like it's it's a win-win. Oh, yeah. And I mean, the, the name of the game between all those internal you know, social sites is collaboration. It's awesome that before we send a message out or before we go external with something, with a click of a button and then, you know, typing a couple words, we can say, hey, are we good? Are we aligned? Yep. Okay, let's rock. So it's really nice. You eliminate that back and forth. Again, you know, you don't waste as much time 
things can be decided quickly. It's, I mean, it's life changing. Yeah, well, Megan, you know, I wanted to thank you so much for coming back on and explaining to us a bit what that transition has been like pushing more towards internal social media and how building that culture is really affecting, especially a company like yours that prides itself so much on external communication, you know, helping y'all build your brand and, and create that culture for everyone. So thank you so much. And yeah, thank you again for coming on. Thank you, Daniel. It's awesome as always. And thank you everyone for listening to today's podcast. And if you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can head to marketscale.com slash industries and subscribe to previous podcasts, articles, and video content from your favorite industries. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin. Till next time.